Hello, 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 and welcome to the Getting Dizzy podcast. I'm your host, Derek Zardis. I am so grateful that you could join me today. For our new listeners, thank you for finding me here, and I hope that you find what you're looking for, whether it's a new book or an author to obsess about, maybe a new idea that gets you thinking and, and acting and moving, reacting. I like to think of myself as a catalyst. I like the idea that the things that I say or do can cause actions or reactions that bubble up in your life. In fact, I love that idea of a card catalog catalyst. For those of you old enough to remember going to the library and looking things up into the card catalog, imagine pulling the drawer out and having fireworks burst out or having ideas bubble and sizzle out of the drawer. Um, that's a great image, and I think I'll, I'll stick with that idea of being a card catalyst, card catalog catalyst. For my returning listeners, thank you so very much for your continued support. Those of you who've been with me since the very beginning, uh, this is the fourth episode, so today we're going to have a foursome. Uh, and foursomes are fun, as we all know. In fact, one of the greatest experiences of my life happened during a foursome. I hit a hole in one, which completely astounded my golf partners at the time. Uh, if golf is a good walk spoiled, then a foursome is a redemption of that spoiling as far as I'm concerned. I've had many great foursomes and I'm sure today will be one. So thank you for returning again and again and again and again. And with that, uh, we have four books to explore today. Two of them were mandatory reading for me, but are books that I have loved in the past, so I'm looking forward to rec recommending them. And then two of the other books are books that I was inspired to think about with the coaching that I went through this week. So with that in mind, uh, let's jump right into it. And so the first book that I would like to recommend today is going to be Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. For those of you who are avid podcast listeners, you may be aware of Marie Forleo. I think that's where she got her start, that she started uh, talking on podcasts, and that grew into a media empire. And this is her book talking about how she lives her life and how she makes things happen, which is a constant topic on her on her podcast. So I like to think of Marie Forleo instead of being a girl boss, which I think she quite often gets pushed into that category, I like to think of her as a philosophical warrior. She takes what she learns and puts it into practice. So she puts her money where her mouth is and then she shares it with others. Uh, not just her successes, but also her failures. So I really appreciate that this is a book coming from somebody who's been there and done that and then is willing to show how they've done that. Uh, specifically, when I think of this book, I really remember her take on four-letter words. Now, I also want to be very clear. She uses quite a few four-letter words throughout this book, so for those of you who are easily offended by curse words, uh, buyer beware. 
However, the four words that she is that I'm talking about that she talks about is can't and won't. And the idea that most of the time when we say we can't, we actually mean we won't. 99% of the time. That the idea that something is impossible is what you're saying when you say you can't. Uh, to quote, the problem is 99% of the time when we say we can't do something, can't is a euphemism for won't. What does won't mean? Won't means you're not willing. In other words, you don't really want to. So when you're looking at stuff and you're saying, I can't do that, I urge you to question yourself and say, is it that you can't or is it that you won't? Because if you can't, you are actually whining. <laughs> I can't do that. You're a victim. Whereas if you won't, then you are taking action. You're deciding. You're making a decision about what you will or won't do for your life. And sometimes you may not like the honesty of that, but I think it's really important. So Everything is Figure Outable by Marie is just wonderful, and I highly recommend getting a copy and reading it. The second book that I have to recommend is from another great woman uh, who I was introduced to through TED Talks, Amy Cuddy, and her book, Presence. So I love this book on so many levels. Uh, once again, a lot of it is self-affirmation or self-confirmation of things that I already believe. Um, but I love the scientific facts that support what I've already been considering. Now, initially, what she considers presence, and I'm going to quote her directly, presence, as I mean it throughout these pages, is the state of being attuned to and able to comfortably express our true thoughts feelings, values, and potential. That's it. It's not a permanent transcendent mode of being. It comes and goes. It's a moment-to-moment -moment phenomenon. Now, for me, presence I define as authenticity, which for those of you who've read the uh, podcast description, you know that I'm trying to make this a podcast of my true thoughts and feelings and values and potential. And so this really aligns with her idea of presence. But in this book, you also have a lot of connections to self-affirmations, which I'm a big believer in. However, quite often when it's shown on TV shows or on movies, when people are doing self-affirmations, it's usually shown from a loser who uses it to fantasize about what they're going to do. And then when they go and do something after doing this self-affirmation, the, the self-affirmation looks even more stupid or ineffectual. And this book talks about how self-affirmations, when done properly, are incredibly supportive of your entire structure of who you are and what you want to get done. It also talks about uh, the physicality that you can do to bring on good states of being within yourself. The idea that if you are in a good mood, you smile. And so the feeling leads to the action. But there's also the scientific studies in this that shows that if you're smiling, or at least even if you're faking a smile, that you will start to generate the chemicals that lead to you being in a better mood. Um, so all of those kinds of things are in here, as well as how you carry your body and how you sit uh, and how your body right now is being crunched up when you're using social media or your phone or your computer. And so opening yourself up 
opens yourself up, not just physically, but also mentally. Love this book, Presence by Amy Cuddy. I highly recommend it. The third book uh, definitely has a lot of effect in my life right now and is going to be a part of the next coaching segment, I think, uh, in some way, maybe not this book, but at least a, a review of what we're doing in the mornings. And the name of this book is The Miracle Morning by Hel Hal Elrod. Uh, I love this book. If you want to change the way you feel in the mornings, if you're sitting there going, I hate mornings, I hate getting things done in the morning, it is tough for me to get going, it's tough for me to find my energy in the morning the way that I used to, then try the recipe that is in this book, The Morning Miracle by Hal Elrod. He basically sets a routine or a logarithm or algorithm for getting your morning started right, and it doesn't need to take all that long. He has six different things that if you include in your morning, even one of them, they can get you going a little bit better than you're going right now. And he has this great mnemonic, which I love mnemonics, of savers, uh, as in life savers, and so SAVERS stands for silence, affirmations, which I just talked about in Amy Cuddy's book, uh, visualizing, exercising, reading, and scribing, and writing down the things that you're learning. I'm not going to go into each one of these to start off your morning, but uh, I have started doing many of these in the morning, and I find that each time I add something new from this list, it really gets my day going even better. So, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. The last book that I would like to recommend today is Back Into Business, and I am always encouraging people to start a business or take a more entrepreneurial mindset. I come from small businesses, I come from family businesses, so it is hardwired into who I am. And the book is How I Built This by Guy Raz. For those of you who are podcast listeners on a regular basis, you probably recognize the name Guy is not just a phenomenal reporter with an exceptional background in journalism, um, but he has also been in the radio business for some time through NPR, National Public Radio in the United States, and he has hosted many of the shows, including uh, All Things Considered. He has had his own shows. Uh, once again, I became familiar with him thanks to TED Talks and my love of TED Talks. So he hosted a TED Talk curated show for a while. But I think what he is most known for at the moment is How I Built This, which is also the name of the book, where he interviews entrepreneurs and business owners to see how they get things done or how they started. And this is an extremely inspirational book, especially if you are sitting there saying, I need to do something different. And perhaps entrepreneurialism is something that you could explore with your current experience and your current uh, work ethic to do something for yourself. So I highly recommend How I Built This by Guy Raz. Now, if you're just here for the books, that's it. But I'm also going to talk a little bit about uh, my coaching journey this week. So some of the exercises that we were doing uh, for 
my coaching class this week. We are talking about heroes and becoming the hero in our life uh, by uh, try, uh, trying to become our best selves. And one of the tools or one of the exercises that we were doing was creating a hero sa sandwich. And a hero sandwich is where you take something that has been a challenge for yourself in this past, either currently or in the past, and finding a way to dig into that challenge. That if this has been something that has been a problem for you, that you should rise up and dive into this challenge because it will make you stronger. So the idea is of creating a hero sandwich is taking your number one obstacle that you're currently facing. So for me, that is my weight and having to deal with uh, being heavier again, uh, heavier certainly than I've been in the last two years, and then making a sandwich of it. So if the meat of the sandwich is the obstacle or challenge, then the bread is going to be wisdom that you're bringing to the situation either what you have found works to deal with this situation or going and doing research on how you can deal with your, in my instance, where you're dealing with your weight, um, but however you're dealing with your challenge, and then also how you're maintaining your self-mastery. Now, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast, you know that wisdom and self-mastery are core components of universal virtues. And so you basically put your challenge with the idea of doing the research and then figuring out how you are going to do the work that is going to help you overcome this problem. And then what I really love about this metaphor is then you use your other virtues, either the other universal virtues or your own personal virtues as condiments or additions to the sandwich. So if the meat of the sandwich is your challenge, well then your condiments are going to be the other universal virtues like gratitude and hope and zest and love or your own personal virtues like for me, my social connectivity or my desire for learning so that that really helps supplement the sandwich in some way. The second reflection or activity that we talked about was analyzing our protocols. So in this instance, our protocols are the things that we do that make us successful on any given day. I This is one of the reasons why the Miracle Morning, which I had read in the past, popped into my head, is because what the questions that we're asking are, what do you do when you're on what don't you do when you are at your best? And what is your number one self-care habit? Well, for me, that is such an easy solution that for me, self-care is making sure that I go for a run. Um, I remember the last job that I had, having my boss come up to me and ask me, hey, when was the last time you went for a good long run? And I, I answered probably about two or three weeks. And he said, you should go do that. <laughs> and that's because my boss recognized that I do better and I am a better person. I'm a better thinker. I'm better equipped 
to handle stress and the problems of my job or the problems of my friend when I've gone for a good long run that I enjoy. And this exercise also looked at all the other different things that you do. So what are some of the things that you do when you're on? Well, then I'm, I'm eating properly. I'm making sure that I'm properly fueled. I'm making sure that I'm getting a good night's sleep. I'm making sure that I'm connecting with the people that I love and that I care about because they generate a phenomenal energy for me. So uh, the second thing that we worked on this week, which was fairly easy, was uh, my protocols and looking to see that we can improve those. It was definitely much more difficult to eat the hero sandwich um, because the thing about creating a hero sandwich is that you have to accept that you have a problem or that you have an obstacle in your life, either that you've been avoiding or that you haven't been dealing with. And then not only do you have to do the work to create the sandwich so that it's palatable, that you have something that's easy to eat. So you're you're creating something that is the bread that surrounds the, the problem with your wisdom and with the self-mastery, the things that you're willing to do to overcome this problem. But then at some point, you have to eat the sandwich. You have to eat that challenge. You can't just think about it. You can't just think about how it's affecting your life. You can't just think about how it may at times be ruining your life. You actually need to start taking the steps one bite at a time to, to eat that sandwich. And for me, it's definitely difficult when I sit there and say, yes, I have this problem. I've had this problem for some time, but I'm really off at the moment and I, I need to readdress this because the longer that I don't, the, the more that I get regret and depression and sadness. So that sandwich goes bad. I, I, I know this sandwich. I, I, I know that I need to deal with my weight. Uh, I know what I need to do to take care of it. And I know the sort of things that I need to do to maintain my self mastery. And I even know the condiments that I like best on that sandwich. But when it's sitting there on the counter, just looking at it, it starts to stink. Uh, at some point it goes bad. So I, I definitely need to go back and create a fresh sandwich this week. And sometimes it's tough to hear that, that honest answer. So that's what's going on in my coaching life. And I'm really looking forward to next week because next week is going to be filled with a tool chest or a, uh, a fanny pack of heroic tools that we can use for different situations. So I'm really looking forward to uh, stuffing my fanny pack with all kinds of, of fun uh, utensils and tools to bring out for different situations. And uh, I hope that is every bit as gratifying as I'm expecting it to. If you enjoyed this podcast today, please make sure you go back and hit the like button or the subscribe button. For those of you who think that I'm going through the books too quickly and you are looking for the list of books or the names, I send that out in an email each week and uh, you can sign up for that email if you go to anchor.fm forward slash getting DZ. Uh, so getting DZ and you can click the link and sign up for that email so that you know when new episodes are coming out and you have easy access to the books that I'm recommending. I also have a website and in the near future you can expect transcripts 
from the podcast there. So for those of you who want to scan back over the podcast for the best bits, that should be accessible for you soon. And I hope to also have easy links for the people that I'm talking about. So for example, podcasts with uh, Amy Cuddy or with uh, the other authors that I mentioned. So thank you for listening today to the Getting DZ podcast, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a great week.